Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's a Monday Hour number two, hour one flew by. It's the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be watching or listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. I was uh, encouraged, not encouraged, uh, I'm always impressed by all the crowds, the training camp crowds. I think sometimes it's, we all know fans like certain things and don't like other things. I, I always feel the most underrated large crowds in American sports are NFL training camp crowds, and I have never understood I have never understood if I I would do red zone for training camps. I would I'm I'm dead serious. I would do red zone for training. I would call every team. I'd say put a play-by-play guy and a color guy up there for some of the scrimmaging. You know, maybe 40 plays that matter, 20 plays, and we'll bounce around the league. I think it's one of my smartest ideas. I know you're an entrepreneur, but let's (laughs) let's just dial back the. the I you really think that's a good sell? Somebody's gonna watch. I that? watched. I flew back. I was on a plane for ninety minutes. I sat and watched the NFL Network. They had uh, Kevin O'Connell, the coach of the Vikings, mic'd live. Ninety minutes. That dude, if he gets tired of coaching, he went like ninety minute radio show, no commercials. He went ninety minutes. He was talking to players. He was talking to analysts. It was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen a coach do. Wow. I was blown. I'm like, this cat is somebody hire this guy at Fox. It's riveting, huh? Well, it was. He was okay. great. Wow. I can watch Kirk Cousins back up all day. You should have heard it. You know what's more riveting? I should be mic'd up for my men's league basketball games. Nobody Talking wants so, that. so much trash. We won by 32 yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nobody wants a guy, to see A that. guy made a three. He goes, talk about that on the herd, Jay Mack. I'm not even kidding. Say that during the game. Well. It's like, come yeah. on. Bro. No. 
Yeah, and no we is right. Them. We shouldn't discuss it. Forget the trash talk. <laughs> All right, Colin right, Colin wrong on a Monday. It's a weekly tradition. Here we go. Where Colin was right. Sean Payton came out and said it, whether you like it or not. He said Nathaniel Hackett was one of the worst coaching gigs of all time. They were last, 29th in the NFL getting plays in offensively and defensively, and it wasn't on Russell Wilson. We had said this. Is that I, I thought last year was 75-80% on Hackett. Whether you agree with Payton coming out and criticizing, you know, in a very insular world of coaches, he said what we said. This is not on Russ. This was one of the worst head coaching gigs of all time. Where Colin was wrong. Aaron Rodgers not only took a massive $35 million pay cut, he signed a seven-year deal with no voidable years, meaning he is not only refusing to talk retirement, which became tedious, he's basically saying, I'm a Jet, and then I'm I'm shutting it down. So he's really done a nice job to correcting what I would call missteps in Green Bay, where he you know, took the off-season off, always talked about retirement. Nobody wants to hear that in any sport. I mean, Devontae Adams left. One of the reasons, he didn't know if Aaron Rodgers was going to be around. Don't talk about retirement. So I think Aaron has hit it out of the park. And the fact that he took a $35 million pay cut, uh, I didn't see that coming. Where Colin was right. Well, I've said before, you can buy pressure... And you can buy expectations, but you can't buy a World Series. And the Mets are proof. They are now at the trade deadline tomorrow, bailing. They just got rid of a closer to the Marlins who wasn't happy. Max Scherzer, I thought he was pretty good last year. He regressed this year. Uh, he's an older guy. He'll go to the Rangers and probably crush and save a lot of money in taxes. But uh, this is this is what we said. You can get better. But if you look at the Padres and the Mets, they went and tried to buy a World Series, and it just doesn't work that way because baseball and golf, there's a lot of downtime. The game gets into your head mentally. And I think, I, I think by the way, the Mets have really good players, and a lot of them, the game is in their head right now. Where Colin was wrong. The Angels said, no, we're not going to move Shohei Otani. We're going to get as much as we can. Last week, they went to the White Sox, got an elite closer and starter. And then over the weekend, they got more help. C.J. Crone and Randall uh, Grichuk, two more bats. So the Angels have said, we're not moving off him. Uh, it comes with some danger. Can they afford $650, $700 million? Uh, but they're going all in. I give them credit for having guts. Mike Trout stayed there. Ichiro stayed. Some players, they don't want the pressure of playing in New York or a Boston or a Philadelphia. They like the laid-back West Coast. So good for the Angels. Where Colin was right. I've said this now for two years. Jim Ursay is basically Jerry Jones without the prestige. He's really gotten into meddling, which I think makes it very difficult for Chris Ballard, the GM. Listen, I, I agree with potentially not signing Jonathan Taylor early to a massive extension because I think Anthony Richardson could end up gobbling up a lot of his rush yards and being a thousand yards rushing quarterback with 10 plus touchdowns. I think that's very possible, maybe probable. Anthony Richardson is a world class athlete, but you can't say stuff publicly to bang on employees. I don't care if you own a football team or a bakery. Where Colin was wrong. I have questioned sometimes the awareness, self-awareness of Justin Fields, but I got to give him uh, credit here. He said he was offered the Netflix quarterback documentary series and he passed on it. And I loved his quote. He said, I'd rather keep everything the way it is around here. Having cameras around the building, it would change the vibe. I want to keep it real, natural, organic, and focus on what's going on in the building. Three words, smart, smart, smart. 
I was a little worried last week when he put himself in one of the all-time great athletic quarterback class. Don't do that. You're 5-20. and 20. But I think this is really smart. Understanding that a docu-series is going to... Cameras are going to change the temperature. I've seen marriages unravel. I've seen bands unravel. You put cameras in a building hovering around you for three weeks, this is not the time. Mahomes, fine. But even Joe Burrow said, not interested. Dak said, not interested. Good for Fields. Where Colin was right. I like the NBA warning not only Dame Lillard, but Aaron Goodwin, his uh, agent, that they will not tolerate both the agent or the player, and it's been the agent saying, we're only playing for Miami. That's not fair. The NBA said enough is enough. Dame signed an extension and took the money, so he's going to have to deal going somewhere that's not ideal. I think the Blazers would love to send him to the Eastern Conference in Miami, and I, I would love to see it because I think Miami and Dame are literally a perfect fit, but I also think he could fit in Philadelphia if they move off James Harden. I think he could fit in Boston, though I think it's unlikely with Jalen Brown's deal. In the end, I don't think it's fair for players to sign an extension a year earlier and take all the money and then be unwilling to be a trade partner with multiple suitors. Don't take the money then. Uh, Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on a Monday. Mike Sando is a senior writer for The Athletic. Every year he comes out, talks to 50 coordinators, coaches, scouts, executives. It's broad, it's deep, it's layered, it's smart. It's his quarterback, Tears, and he joins us live. He's a selector for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, covered every Super Bowl for 25 years. Okay, so I said earlier the biggest difference between Tier 1 and Tier 2 is not talent. It's that everybody in Tier 2 has a but. I love Lamar, but he gets hurt a lot. I love Trevor Lawrence and Jalen but it's been one great year. I love Stafford, but he's aging fast. I love Kurt, but he shrinks in big games. I love Dak, but he's not an elite arm talent. Is that a fair dip? When you talk to all these executives, there's just apprehension. There's something with everybody in Tier 2. Yes, Colin. I feel like, for the most part, the guys that are in Tier 1 and 2 every year you feel like you can win the Super Bowl with them. You might have to have certain things random, but you feel like you could do that. I do feel like the difference in tier one, you, you, that's a great way of putting it, the way you, the, the butt part of it. But I think there's another gear in tier one, uh, there's another level of confidence in the ability to put the team on your back in pure passing situations. Because I think a lot of the other stuff, the play action game of Kyle Shanahan, the rushing of Lamar Jackson, it melts away. In the toughest time, yeah, whether it's playoffs or whatever, and then you've got to be able to drop back and win from the pocket. If you're Mahomes, you can do that on one leg, hopping, hobbling around, and you're super elite. But those other guys can kind of do that some of the time. You just don't know how much you want to bet on it. So Russell Wilson ends up in tier three along the likes of Jimmy Garoppolo. Did that surprise you? And what were some of the comments? Yeah. It's the biggest one-year drop in the ten-year history of doing this. Wow! Uh, and it's the third year. It's the third year in a row that he has dropped. So there's been some acknowledged decline. I don't think, though, that people just absolutely buried him. The, the comments were not overly negative. I think there's been enough of that. I mean, I think he sort of took his lumps, and now people feel like he's a de- he's a diminished athlete. He's declined, uh, but it almost can't be worse than it was last year. Right. And so if he has some semblance of athleticism left and some pride you'd think he'd have. You'd think he'd have great respect for Sean Payton. 
Um, he's got to be a little bit better. Now, I think the other component of this, Colin, is we, we acknowledge Sean Payton is a great offensive coach, right? Right. And Sean Payton was 5-2 and two with Jameis Winston. He's 5-1 and one with Teddy Bridgewater, and he's 7-2 and two with Taysom Hill. So he's won with guys who weren't Drew Brees. But did he make those guys good quarterbacks? They, he showed an ability to win like great coaches do other ways with the defense. But I don't think we saw all of those other guys get on the Drew Brees, Brees track, right? And Russell's more talented than those other guys for sure. But that's the part I want to see. I, I want to see, okay, it's not Drew Brees now who's an amazing worker and gets a lot of the credit himself too and was an established player who'd probably been to a Pro Bowl before he, he came to uh, the Saints. Can Russell Wilson climb out of this and, and enjoy a second act? Yeah. Not sure. So I, I did think the one player I looked at and thought, come on, Jared Goff throws a much better ball than Kirk Cousins. I trust him in a much bigger game. There's some numbers that tell me, I mean, good God, 25,000 yards, only two quarterbacks have gotten there faster. I don't know what it is about Goff. I think he's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I just feel like he feels – I saw him go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. I've seen him in a Super Bowl. What is it with a Goff disres- – I, I, the only guy I looked at and I thought, God, that's, that's almost disrespectful. What do you make of that? He's tier three. I agree with you in relation to Cousins. I think Cousins coming into the bottom tier two is probably – if we get to biggest surprises, that's probably it for me. But to me, most of those guys in that are – legitimately, strongly, solidly in Tier 2 can do more off-platform than Jared Goff can do. I think there's a limiting factor with him that things have to really be right around him. And then you throw in the extreme swings of his career. He comes into the Jeff Fisher offense and looks as bad as the quarterback can look. Then he looks really good with a good team, talent, and with McVay. So McVay gets disproportionate amount of the credit. Probably deserves a lot of it. I think Ben Johnson's getting that credit now. Yeah, It's like siphoning off the credit from Goff. But I'll say this. If he does it this year again, I think he does come into Tier 2. What was the gap between Mahomes at number one and everybody else? There almost should be a super category of one. <laughs> of one Because really... Joe Burrow's one vote behind, but think of this, Colin. Let's just go bigger picture than who's in Tier 1 now. Let's talk historical football. The legacy championship quarterbacks of you and my lifetimes, okay? Joe Montana, amazing. But guess who allowed the fewest points in the 80s? The 49ers. Hall of Famers throughout the defense, right? Tom Brady, great quarterback, great winner. Top 10 defenses all over the place when he was winning those championships. Patrick Mahomes can have a mid-defense at best, the worst special teams in the league. He can high ankle sprain himself, and he can put it on his back and win the Super Bowl. I'm not huge on hyperbole. Usually I'm the trying to be the voice of reason here with 26 years of covering the league. But we can't find this. Yeah. Right? You can't find this. It's, it's really remarkable. So I think he's in a whole other league of being able to do this without the defense, without things being right. They get rid of Tyreek Hill. They're better statistically on offense. <laughs> Who does this? 
Yeah, you know, a player that's interesting, and I think he's such a fascinating player. So he, he gets overlooked in high school, goes to a second-tier college, really struggles first year. Dayball elevates Josh Allen, and he's remarkable, and he's wildly productive. Then last year, uh, more mistakes situationally. I don't feel he's sort of as good as Burrow or Allen. Um when you talk to your 50 executives coaches, where is everybody? He's still a huge talent. Are there any concerns about the Bills' Josh Allen? I didn't feel a lot of concerns this year. I thought people might be talking more about style of play and taking hits and all of that. But I think that he just had another solid year. And the, the team disappointment stuff uh, is real, but it's probably a little premature to be holding that against him. He's the only guy since I've been doing this who has been in it I think five years and his quarterback tier average vote improved every year. Wow. He's the only guy. He's really a remarkable guy that way. It was even a little better this year. Now Burrow passed him because I, and that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think people are still all in on him. I think if he starts missing a bunch of games, yeah. and, you know, I, I do think there's a usage issue there longer term. I mean, we've seen that with Cam Newton and some other guys, but I think his, I think people really like him. Herbert, the knock on him is, well, he doesn't win enough games. Uh, my takeaway is Kansas City's in his division. The AFC's loaded. Once his rookie year behind the worst statistical offensive line in the league, he went 31-10. and 10. I, I was like, all right, case closed. The kid's remarkable. I've seen offensive lines unravel Andrew Luck and careers early. Um, give me the average opinion on Justin Herbert, who I think everybody in the league gets, but I do hear the pushback is, uh, close games, win a playoff game. What do the experts say? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's an acknowledgement in the Chargers situation that they've been a bottom five team on defense, and he's been uh, one of the main reasons they've won. If you look at the last two years, they're 28th in combined EPA on wow. defense and special teams. 28th. Okay. So the four teams that are the four teams below them over the last two years are 51, 84, and one. Okay. (laughs) And the Chargers are 19 and 15. And they had guys missing all over the place on offense. We know their injury history. Um, I think people, when people see Justin Herbert in person, they are wowed. Yes. They are like, this guy is different than I thought. I mean, I've had guys just say things like, our linebacker was chasing him on the edge and, and, this guy outran him, and we're looking at each other on the sideline like, holy, you know what? Like, this is this is guy's different. I mean, he's just a commanding big guy who can do everything. I think he played through the injuries last year. And the team success thing will will hurt him eventually if it keeps going this way. Yeah. Um, if that happens, I think it's an organizational yes. um, deal with the Chargers. Yeah. And we've seen it. Phillip Rivers is should it be a Hall of Famer? And, you know, they didn't exactly go deep every year either. So you've been doing this now 10 years. Has there been, because um, sports right now is going through a bit of a renaissance analytically in baseball, basketball, and now football. You can't pay a running back because I can contract. Yep. Has there been a big change to you in the decade you've been doing the quarterback tiers? Two changes. I think we are all smarter about talking about quarterbacks. Yeah. We're not having the Joe Flacco elite discussion anymore. We have a greater understanding of what it is that makes these guys uh, elite. And being able to do it in the pure passing situations is a component. That's the thing I've learned the most in the last 10 years. And I think that's come in the conversation. The other thing is what I mentioned earlier. The off-platform ability um, is such a... It, it's the standard. It's the norm now almost 
for the top guys. Whereas if you go to the top guys 10 years ago, it's Breeze, it's Brady, it's Peyton Manning, yeah. right? It's a different type of quarterback. So I think it's evolved and gotten better in some ways. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of these quarterbacks, to be honest with you, Mike, um, I think it's the whole quarterback industry. I think it's a cottage industry. And I think all these guys come out of high. I have f- two friends whose sons are quarterbacks. They had 10,000 snaps by the time they were 12 years old. I mean, they're just, it's a different world now. These guys can read defenses like never before. There's also a lot better coaching. I mean, I think there's just yeah. oh. oh, smart, there's smarter coaches everywhere. We immediately criticize the coach because when we recognize they're not putting this guy in the right situation, and we see it now when the good ones come in, and it's like Andy Reid is still the exception and still exceptional, but there's a lot of guys sort of who can elevate their guy now. There's way more more of the ability to change to the player, and I think we used to have the whole thing, well, this is my system, and if you can't, <laughs> if you fail in my system, you failed. Yep. Well, guess what, coach? you're going to be fired if you don't involve your system. So, And the player's going to get guaranteed money, and even Daniel Jones is going to get a $40 million deal. Yeah. <laughs> so you better tailor the offense to Daniel Jones. All right. So Jared Goff and Daniel Jones in the same tier I don't love, but Mike Sando I do, senior writer for The Athletic. It may be my favorite football column of the year. Check out The Athletic. Subscribe. There's great stuff everywhere, Mike. It's always a pleasure. Continued having fun. Good luck on the golf course. Thank you. All right. Yeah, it's a fun column. If you have a few hours, download it. It's one of my favorite. Read it this morning. Read it tonight, you know, before I go see Barbie. I think I will. I went and saw Oppenheimer. Totally worth it. Everybody in my family and on the staff has seen Barbie. Everybody thinks it's funny. So I'm I'm not going to wear pink. Maybe I should. Maybe I should get into the spirit of it. I've never been. How much pink do you own? One shirt. Five. (laughs) You know, like a, a salmon, does that kind of count as not pink? Not really. No? That's not pink. I have some p- pink as a money shirt uh, oh, for me. No it looks really no, good. Well, but well, quick question. Daniel Jones, 19th in quarterbacks. Justin Fields is close at 21. Well, Fields is more talented. Fields is going to have a better year than, than Jones. By the way, where's Goff rated? All right. Goff is 15, right okay. behind Derek Carr and Kyler Murray. I don't know how we – Kyler Murray is, for me, one of the toughest ones on this list. Yeah. Like we're um, basically going off one so, year. So basically, Jared Goff is just inches above Daniel Jones. Do you believe uh, that? He's above Russell Wilson and Tua. Well, list. I mean, I, Russell, I, it's funny. People just bailed on Rush fast. I mean, there, by the way, Aaron did not have a great year last year, Aaron Rodgers. Nobody bailed on him. Russell has had 10 good years. He had a bad year. Everybody bailed on him. Isn't that fun? I mean, I don't know why. It, Maybe it's because yeah. he's never been the kind of perfect prototype quarterback, yeah. but. Everybody yeah. bailed. Aaron's Aaron had Rogers. bad years. And he's still fourth on the list. How does that work? Well, I, Aaron throws a prettier ball. So Aaron's what? Ba- you can't have him a tier quarterback uh, two tiers higher because he throws a prettier ball. Come on. Uh, the other thing that I took from reading it this morning is uh, there is still a lot of apprehension with Trevor Lawrence. I don't get it. I think he's got a good arm. He moves. He's mature. But he's tier two in this thing and kind of middle of tier two. You, I, you I, put him tier one? I, well, I've always said there's only five quarterbacks in the NFL on the planet. There is five professional quarterbacks. If I ran a team, I would not pick up the phone. Well, that's a different discussion. Well, no, but it's still, it's pretty darn close. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Trevor. Now, if Jalen Hurts does it again and Lamar can stay healthy, there's two more. I'm, I'm not taking a lot of calls on Lamar, but I do have an injury concern. 
I have a Shane Steichen left concern with Jalen, but if Jalen had another good year, I'd put him in the six. I'm not taking a call. But there's not many of those guys. Most guys are... I just want to remind you, Trevor Lawrence, uh, the immortal Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars were three and seven last year before they rallied, beat a bunch of bad teams and the Cowboys and snuck, Okay. true free word, snuck into the playoffs beating Josh Dobbs in the final week of the season. Okay. I think Dobbs like vomited up a turnover in the fourth quarter. Doug Peterson came in. They had to kind of clean up. They had to rebuild the culture. They did not get off to a great start. So I, a lot of that to me is rebuilding the It Remember when Brian Flores got the Miami job in the first month they were awful, the second month they were okay, and the third month they were good? You, you, you got Even Nick Saban's first year at Bama, he lost to Louisiana Monroe. Okay, Lincoln yeah. Riley lost to Tulane. You got to give, in, in pro okay, football, you got to give me to Thanksgiving to get the culture right. I believe, and you can check this, the Jags drafted first back-to-back. They got Lawrence and then Trayvon Walker. I think that happened. Walker's a good player. Like, got- again, we're talking about, like, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot, and I would not I would not take a call on him, but to put him already ahead of some of these other established guys like, yeah. seems a little premature. He'll right. be there. But not yet. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code Herd, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources juan gabriel juanquis selena selena celia cruz azúcar carol g la bichota Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, J-Mac. Show sponsored by BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com, 10% off. It is therapy, flexible, designed to your schedule, private, entirely online, 10% off today, BetterHelp.com, slash herd, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Let's start with your Rams. They can't be mine. I've been bagging on them lately. And uh, a new new kind of neighbor, Matt Stafford. I'm not going to get into it. Um, but he now lives kind of near me. Oh. As Jared Goff lives super close to me. I might yeah. see him walking my dog. So I'm going to start to dial back the criticism of Goff. Okay. That's Just not the little. way it's supposed to work as a journalist. You can't be influenced by neighbors. Okay. Well, cross me off the journalist list. I will be influenced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, McVay is very excited about the Rams. He's going to face the doubters and turn things around this season. I do think that we're in a position to attack an opportunity with some freaking balls about us. Some stones where it's like, I'm not naive to the narrative externally, but all I need to worry about is being the best coach of this team and not being afraid to cut it loose and compete. For me, it's just getting back grounded, reestablishing a purpose, having the principles and values in your everyday approach and the way that you handle the ebbs and flows that are inevitable. Boy, has he been hanging out with Aaron Rodgers? Did you hear that? Establishing a purpose. How about that? You know, selfishly, can I just say this? So we both reported that Matt Stafford was asked about restructuring his deal. The Rams, one of their front office people, went public denying it. Stafford last week acknowledged you and I were right. Folks, we don't sit up here uh, trying to get clicks. We actually do reporting. So it was nice that Stafford acknowledged Yes, they came to me and we we talked about it, which is all you and I ever reported. I there's a, there's a there's a growing sense within the Rams that it's a really important year. They've upgraded the O-line, they've drafted high to protect Matt Stafford, that the O-line will be significantly better because they can ill afford another year where Matt's getting beat up. A lot of people think uh, kind of a hovering around the Rams that this is the last year for Stafford. I think they're going to draft a quarterback next year. My guess is it won't be a first-round pick. They're going to go get a left tackle. I also think there's they need somebody in their front four, front five. Aaron Donald's aging. But um, I, I believe that Matt Stafford, this is my take, they've never talked about trading, ever. I've been told that. They're going to go two more years, full years with Matt Stafford. They're going to draft a quarterback somewhere next year and just let him develop behind a real pro. I think there's a chance there could be a third year with him because I think he's really good when he's healthy. A lot of his issues, bad O-line play, and Cooper Cup got hurt. Nobody was winning with that team last year. So they're going to score some points this year. Assuming Cooper Cup and Stafford are healthy, I think they'll be in a position like trailing a lot because the defense won't stop anyone. And Stafford's going to put up. Stafford could be a good fantasy. I'm starting to get it. Fantasy football, are you doing it this fall? I do not. I bet games I don't do fantasy. Stafford's going to be a sleeper because the Rams aren't going to be good. But if he's healthy, they're going to be chucking the entire game because their defense is not stopping anybody. I'm just telling you right now. Let me throw a quarterback. I don't play fantasy football. I have fantasies, none of them about sports. Uh, how is Lamar Jackson in fantasy football? He's definitely a top five quarterback. Okay, because rushing touchdowns are worth more than passing touchdowns. Okay, so I my guess is people are sleeping on Lamar because it got ugly last year. I think this is the best oh. receiving core potentially he's ever had. And Mark no, no, Andrews definitely is great at tight end. Yeah, yeah. He's so got I a think stack team, new offensive coordinator. Everybody's talking Cleveland. I think Baltimore is going to be really interesting. You know, we can all make excuses for quarterbacks. If you go look at him, his running backs are never healthy. He's lost Ronnie Stanley. They've never drafted receivers well. 
He's finally got a group. This is a really good offensive group now. Odell Beckham stays healthy. Zay Flowers is good as a rookie receiver. Watch out. Yeah, they got some guys. Uh, Bateman, remember, I, I yep. like Bateman, not, not as a number one. Uh, next up, sticking in the NFC West, Kyler Murray continues to work his way back from that ACL tear. There is no official timeline for his return. That, to me, is eye-opening, but we'll see. Kyler knows his current limitations and is trying to get over the, his hesitancy going forward. Here's what Kyler had to say. Listen closely. First time I jumped, I was hesitant. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're preparing the body, preparing the mind to be able to do those things. So um, I, I do think the first time I'm out there, maybe I might be, but... Um, with the reps, I think the confidence will grow and grow. I wouldn't want to go out there and hurt the team or hurt myself. Um, you know, the advice that I've gotten from a lot of people around me, you know, uh, is obviously to, to go when you're ready. You know, don't listen to outside noise. Uh, don't feel pressured to come back because of this situation or that situation. Um, you know, whenever you're ready, you'll know you're ready. And uh, I, I think that's what obviously, you know, like I said, I haven't dealt with this, but when that time comes, I feel like I'll know. If he comes back week six, then they're not going to be in the quarterback lottery. They're not. That'll you be. You think re- he's that much of a game changer with those uh, weapons I th- around? I, I think he's really Whoa. good. I think he's yeah. really good. Well, so, but listen to what he said. He's hesitant to jump. Well, I get that. This is a guy who makes his living running. That's when he's at his best, outside the pocket, scrambling because he's so quick. I get it. And now he doesn't really want to run off an well, ACL. Well, I, I, I get it. When you have an injury, it takes a while to get back on. I get it. We talk a lot about Russell Wilson falling and Aaron Rodgers had a rough year after two MVPs. Hey, but these, when these small quarterbacks start getting whacked, they don't want to get hit anymore. Well, I get it. Famously against the Rams in that playoff game where they got smashed and Aaron Donald was throwing them around. He basically didn't want to go in the game late fourth quarter. They're getting blown out and he's like, I don't want to go back in. I get it. Like, Think about... Think about NFL. Think how big Big Ben is and how big Cam Newton were. These are these are giant men. Yeah. I've stood next to Cam in an event. I've stood next to Ben in a golf shop. These are giant men. 66260. Look how fast they aged taking shots. He's 5'10. He's 215. I mean, these guys get these guys get pegged a couple times. Mike Vick told me that. Well, Mike Vick said about year three, he ran out and got smoked by somebody. He's like, yeah, I don't want to run as much. So, like, I get the smaller athlete getting hit. You watch Jalen Hurts now. Watch Jalen Hurts peel back this year. And he'll run, but watch Jalen Hurts run a little less appropriately. Let's do that fun game where I, I tell you the opponent. You tell me who's winning. Arizona starts the season in Washington across the country. Sam Howell, the enemy. Ron Rivera. Well, that's a coin flip. I'd probably give it to Washington at home. Do, do we even know who the Arizona starting quarterback I, is? I don't. So what's the next game? Uh, Colt McCoy looks like he's going to be the starter. Right. So week two, Arizona, another NFC East team. They host the New York Giants and Daniel Jones. Very winnable. Then they host the Dallas Cowboys. Probably a loss. At San Fran versus Cincy. Those are losses. At the Rams, at the Seahawks versus Baltimore. Okay. At Cleveland, All right. Colin, they're, they're, this is spiraling quickly. Okay. You're right. You're right. No, they're they're, in. They're, that's what I'm saying. We, we talked about this. Tampa, the Raiders, and Arizona. These teams go one and five. That's when, because of Caleb Williams at USC, that's when you have to t- I think Tampa's fascinating because Tampa's in a weak division. They may be able to win games and not be very good. Arizona's going to get smoked by Seattle. By the way, they're going to get smoked by San Francisco. They're 0-4. Rams, I think, are better than we think. They could lose both of them. So what's interesting with Arizona is they don't have a ton to give you. Either to the Raiders, they're not going to give you Max Crosby or Devontae Adams. Tampa's the kind of team that's got some dudes. 
if they go one and five or zero oh and six, there are going to be teams out there, good football teams at the trade deadline that can go grab an elite corner. Uh, Tampa's the team to keep your eye on because the other, most of the teams we think will be in that like quarterback derby. They're in really good divisions, and if they're bad, they're going to lose. Tampa could go toe to toe with an Atlanta, and and I mean that that's what's going to be interesting. It's going to be a this this is how powerful the NFL is. The bottom three teams are fascinating because of what they can get in the draft. It's fast. The race to the bottom this year is going to be unbelievable. The problem is, do you want Baker and Tampa winning six or seven games? What does that do for you? Nothing. Well, they have real players. That's, That's what I'm the saying. Yeah, like, Tampa I, could win. Tampa could go six and eleven this year, and end up like drafting four. Yeah. Not be great, but Baker's good enough with that defense and those players. Todd Bowles will have the defense, yeah. right? Remember a few years ago, the Jets were one of the worst teams in the league. Won a meaningless game in November or December, and then miss out on Trevor Lawrence, and they have to settle for Zach Wilson. That's right. And who, that's useless. What, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, final story: Buffalo Bills never won a Super Bowl and haven't appeared in the big game for thirty years. That hasn't stopped Sean McDermott from visualizing it for both himself and the team. Manifesting a giant banner with the Lombardi trophy on it in the team's indoor practice facility saying, it's just a daily reminder of what we're here to do and what we're trying to accomplish. It's just a standard for us. We're trying to accomplish every year and more than anything internally is to keep focused on that through the course of the season when we get clouded with the journey. We're here to win a world championship. It's trying to keep our vision and one of the goals that we have as an organization in front of us at all times. I, my, my daughter always uses that word. Dad, you got to manifest things. you got to think about Aaron Rodgers uses that word. A lot of manifesting, thinking about things. Very, do you have a vision board? I do not have a vision board. The first time I heard someone, my brother mentioned uh, a vision board. I thought he was joking. And I started laughing. I'm like, come on, a vision board? <laughs> what are we doing? You write and he's stuff like, down. no, no, this is like a thing. Young, younger people are yeah, into yeah, vision yeah. Wow. No, I, my, I write my vision stu- boards all up here. Well, no, I, I, I get the, I have those yellow notepads at home. I always tell my kids, write stuff down, stare at it, go to bed, wake up, see things, write it down. Just don't keep stuff in your head. Write goals down, write things down, look at them, hmm. kind of manifest it. You right? just stare at the piece of paper and like your goals will come true. Like that's not you see then you're <laughs> yeah, mocking me. J Mac with the news. <laughs> well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd lies. Well they news. say they say you can talk yourself into being sick. You can't talk yourself into being successful? I think a lot of it's above the shoulders. That's just my take. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thursday, it's a special night of baseball on Fox as Alex Bregman and the Astros battle Giancarlo Stanton and the Yankees. Or the Pirates take on Christian Yelich and the Brewers. Catch the action Thursday at 7 Eastern on Fox. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, Texas Longhorns head coach. Big year for Texas. Some All-American, most talented Texas team since that Vince Young, Mac Brown team that won the Natty over USC. Uh, you know, there's always one of the things about sports that's fun. There's always surprises. And we've talked about what teams are going to be bad next year. And we kind of got a feeling that Arizona, uh, Tampa, although Tampa's got a lot of good players, um, you know, some people question Houston. I don't. I think they'll be better. Uh, Vegas. So there are very few really bad teams. But if I said to you, think about a team that you're not, you don't think could be bad because they've been so solid for so many years, but it could get ugly fast. So this is a, this is a winning franchise, well run. They've got some, um, I would say to their constitution, they've got some built in disadvantages. Are we overlooking a potential one-year bad team? The Packers. Give me a second. 
So in Mike Sandoz, tier one, two, three, and four quarterbacks, Jordan loves in tier four, toe-to-toe with Baker Mayfield and Sam Howell and Gardner Minshew. The comments on him are, he doesn't have it. Doesn't process the game. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen him. He's the Loch Ness Monster. I'd have no tape. I've got like photos. I can't quite make it. I have no idea if he's any good. I know out of college, people thought he was a, a bit of a project, but he's got good size. He can move. I don't know. But could we all admit this? Detroit significantly better. And didn't they sweep him last year with Aaron Rodgers? Minnesota's a better team. Especially they re-signed Hunter in Chicago, J-Mac is one of many who thinks Chicago's going to make a li- big leap. So Green Bay's got a couple of rookie tight ends, one dependable, super young receiver, Christian Watson, and their defense has been, let's be honest, average, and their special teams have been average for the last several years. Aaron Rodgers could not take this team in this division when the Bears were terrible, and the Lions were good, not great. To the playoffs. Aaron couldn't get him in. Immediately goes to the losing Jets. Their over-unders nine and a half and the juice is on the over. What if Green Bay is really bad? This is the best Detroit team I can ever remember. I have to wait and see on Chicago, but they have made major upgrades to their offensive personnel. Minnesota's not going to go 11 and 0 in close games, but they're not going 0 and 11. They probably go 6 and 5, and they re sign Hunter to a one year deal, so they got their best defensive player. It's like Green Bay could be a three win football team. You start looking at their schedule. If Chicago's as good as people think, you start dialing that thing up. That, you know, again, you say, well, it's Atlanta. Well, it's at Atlanta. That's a go either way game on the road. Jordan loves first big roadie out of division. A lot of, lot, of, lot of tough road games. Um, Chargers, I mean, they got Steelers, Ravens, Chargers, Chiefs, those, Denver. Those are L's if Jordan Love's not at least a B quarterback. So, I mean, and any Packer fan would tell you over the last several years, I don't think this is a stretch. Their special teams are cross-your-fingers territory, like the Chargers. Like, it's cross-your-fingers on their special teams. Their defense has been, some of it injuries, Jair Alexander's great, but it's been disappointing. Uh, Offensive line's good. It's not as good as it's been. And Aaron couldn't get this team to the playoffs. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you look at that tier stuff where it's 50 execs, coordinators, coaches, scouts, nobody likes Jordan Love. And we can't get video of him. And I got news for you. You go to Herbert. You go to Burrow, you go to Mahomes, Allen, Lamar Jackson. You were getting comments in camp. Whoa, wow. Whoa. Justin Fields is 5-20, and 20, and anytime I criticize him, I get major pushback because there's moments where you're like jaw-dropping stuff. No video is out on Jordan Love. And I had, I had a source, I told you this, a very trustable source, somebody I've trusted for years told me, somebody in that building, recently told me there's no juice there's nothing special it's just pedestrian underneath stuff there's 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 nothing special here i don't know i don't have any i'm i'm not even gonna have a strong opinion i do not know but i think you could be looking at green bay if they don't win that chicago game on the road that's going to be a big game for justin fields first seven games do you know how many times they're favored once correct That's not ideal. But I will point out, 
Um, they lost like four starters on offense. So may, what if there's a scenario where this is like LaFleur saying, finally, finally, I don't have to cater okay. to Rodgers. I get to do my thing, my quarterback, my receivers, okay. and LaFleur is as good as we thought. Their receiving and tight end grouping is the youngest in the league. They could be good outside of Christian Watson. Who is? Hour three next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.